Welcome to Business Partners, a podcast for couple colleagues building a business and life together. Through interviews, we'll share common struggles and stories unique to partners living and working side by side. Listen in as we learn what works and doesn't work when working together as a couple. You ready to do this? Let's get down to business. Today on Business Partners, we're joined by Studio Delger. Studio Delger is an independent graphic design and marketing practice based here in Nashville, Tennessee. They make beautiful things for nice people. Services include brand identity, graphic design, websites, wayfinding, and environmental design. Nicole and Tim, welcome to the podcast. Welcome, Tim and Nicole, Delger, Studio Delger to Business Partners Podcast. We're so happy to have y'all, some fellow designers in the house. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Mm. Did you argue about the questions that I sent last night? Yeah. Only oh, a little bit. It's just a little. <laughs> a little bit. We had to get our story straight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's important. Are you guys Enneagram people? A lot of people down here love the Enneagram. Yes, we are. Yeah. yeah. Is it down here? Is that like a Southern it's thing? It's kind of a Southern thing. Is it? It's a Southern oh, thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, it's, you- I'm from Wisconsin and definitely wasn't a thing here. Or up there. Yeah. I'm way into it now, though. So I'm curious what your numbers are. Yes. Well, I'm a, I'm a three, and I love to tell people I'm a three. I'm very proud of being a three. Um, and Tim? I've never, I've never taken it, uh, taken the test, but everybody says I'm a nine, and it ah. seems like a So, yeah. It's the you best think- one. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you agree? You think he's a nine? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you like about being a three so much? Um, well, we were actually just reading th- through the descriptions of a three and a nine the other day on a car trip home. I think our kids are asleep or listening to their uh, mm-hmm. TVs at that point. But mm-hmm. and so I started reading about a three and it's just like, it was so funny because it was just like, they are over, you know, they work really hard. They're very success driven at their best, you know they're successful. And, and it said something about having charisma. And I was like, oh, Tim, do you know why I'm so tired every night? <laughs> like All this charisma is exhausting. It's a heavy burden to bear. 8 p.m. I need to go to bed. I am such a three. I'm like, I'm tired. It's been a long day of being a three. Charisma. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I'm, I'm proud of it, but you know, and of course every, you know, they all have their, their weaknesses and their strengths. Yes, uh, they do. Where are you guys? Are we allowed to ask you? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I am a seven with an eight wing. So an enthusiast with a challenger. Uh-huh. And I'm a one. So I'm a reformer. But uh, I think he has a nine wing. Yeah. Do you know what that means? So like if you're, number is next to another number a lot of times you yeah. will take on one of the traits of either one of those types and yeah. he's definitely the peacemaker you know i'm pretty sure mine says lack of courage <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah i kind of joke if i'm at my best i'm leaning more toward it too and i'm i'm caretaking and mm. and then when i'm like not at my best i lean a little bit more toward the the four of kind of wanting to be identified as as a certain way, not that yeah. such creative people and creative forces, but yes. for me, it's not my healthiest direction. Yes. Oh, I totally understand that. Yeah. When I'm into my 
worst parts of me. It's the it's the eight like to over challenge, perhaps. What? Did I have to balance that out over the years? Anyway, it's not about me anyway. Um, yeah. Before we get into how you came to be business partners, tell us how you met and came to be partner partners. Yeah, we worked at the same advertising agency. And I like our meet cute because um, <laughs> we, we we had seen each other at this advertising agency. I think at the time it was like 700 people's big agency. And I had a couple different dreams that like, this guy at work that I did not even know his name. We were together. <laughs> um, so I was out at a bar one night with, uh, I had been switched into a, a new team and I, he walked by and I said, Oh, I had a dream about him. And my coworker was like, Oh, Tim, Tim Delger, you guys would be so cute. And, um, she has a bit of a trickster personality and, and went up to Tim without me knowing and said, Nicole has a huge crush on you and really wants to run her fingers through your hair. Um, nice just quite a setup. And so when Tim and I were finally introduced later that night, he ran his hands through my hair, which of course really surprised me because I had no knowledge that that uh, trick had been played. And he realized that pretty quickly that he had. Uh, it's not really a cool thing to do, you know, walk up to somebody and start touching them. <laughs> okay, really. Yeah, thankfully it was like 2007. So I guess men definitely still do that at the time. Uh, now I would not have won. Um, it's like, yeah, it kind of went like, and then I just said, oh, you can do that again. And kind of, we had a laugh and, um, and then I think about a month or two later, we started dating. That's cute. So were you on the creative team and you were on the account team? I did. I did an interesting job at that agency. I ran internal communications, which is just kind of a communications function. Sometimes it lives on out of your comms department at a big company. Sometimes it lives with HR. So I was managing all employee communications, but it just happened to be at an advertising agency. So that was really a fun, fun job in my early twenties. That's awesome. My, yeah. my yeah, I was an art director there. An art director? Yeah. And did you study design in school? Yeah, I went to school for um, the degree was called communication design. It was essentially art direction and graphic design um, at the University of North Texas. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then the agency that y'all met at was in Austin, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were in Austin at the time. We were there for another five years and then kind of bopped around to other cities after that. But we got met, met and married in Austin. Okay. So you met and then like how soon till you got married? Um. It took. That, oh, it was about three years. Three I years. Guess. Three okay. years. A year of dating, a year of living together, a year of being engaged. Kind of a nice cadence. I probably would have married Tim within the first six months. Aww, that's so sweet. <laughs> you know, you know. He's like, let's get to know each other. <laughs> I kind of knew. I kind of knew. It was like, if I start dating this person, this is it. <laughs> You know, so it just took a while to make it official, but I mean, we were, yeah. we were locked in pretty quick. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. Once you touch the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Once you yeah. touch the hair. Yeah. yeah. I think on our second date, a mutual friend that was a little older than us was like, man, Tim better lock her up. And it was like, our second. Lock her, lock her just, up. you know, like, not. like she's the Marion type. Like, <laughs> like, Thank you. Yes. We're both. It's where, you know, like not what you were later, he was right, turns out. <laughs> well, how'd you guys end up here? I'm from Nashville. So um it was, you know, definitely once we started dating, it was like, 
oh, well, I will live in Nashville. That's my ultimate destination. Um, and so thankfully Tim got behind that. And, uh, and so that really actually was like the seeds for us. I think in some ways, knowing that we were going to have a business together, just because yeah. with Tim as an art director at, at bigger agencies, we were in Austin and then we were in LA and then San Francisco after that. We we knew, okay, if we're going to be in a market like Nashville, we'll probably eventually want to have our own thing or do our own thing. I mean, we knew like it was unspoken, but clear that we were going to land in Nashville <laughs> And, um, but I was working at, like big advertising agencies and that was kind of my career path at the time. And so, you know, I knew I needed to sort of move around a little bit to move up in that. And, um, but the whole time, anytime a headhunter would call me or like reach out, I would just be like, well, I, you know, I'm not looking to move now, but if you hear of something in Nashville, let me know. Just knowing like I wanted to get on these people's notes is like, with Nashville next to my name. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's not like a huge industry of advertising here. So it's like, Oh, if somebody there needs me, I want to be on the list. And so, you know, it worked out perfectly. Um, when Nicole was six months pregnant, we got a call from a agency here in town and made the move. Nice. All right. Um, tell us more about your studio, uh, what you guys do, what your target audience is. Oh man, our target audience. There you go. <laughs> well, we're 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 a, a I would say a graphic design and branding studio, just focused on visual identity. Um, we do quite a broad range of work with a focus in products and packaging and places and just sort of branding of all sorts of different uh, all sorts of different types of projects. So our target audience, I mean, it's anything from somebody starting a new business tomorrow to you know, a huge company that's been around for a while and wants a new perspective on things. We've really, we've really not carved our niche too, too small yeah. just yet. Right. I think when you have a creative business, of course, strategically, it'd be like, we do graphic design for transportation systems right. and we are experts in that. And there is value to that. And right. I definitely see why firms do that and they, and they get that level of expertise. But then I think if you're you also have that struggle of like, well, we're really creative and we love a new challenge. Mm -hmm. And like, yes, like, you know, we have a long time clients, a pencil factory pencils. Cool. You know, wayfinding for a hotel, you know, amazing. Like we kind of want to sink our teeth in, into a lot of places. So we're still figuring out the right balance of, of differentiating ourselves and being open to the kind of creative work that really keeps you motivated. I empathize with that struggle a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> But your work's incredible. Yes, it is. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you. Thank you um, so how did you guys start the business together? Why did you Why did you start the uh, business together? Well, I mean, we yeah. yeah. Well, we've been making stuff together since we started. I mean, like we we're talking about, we did our all of our like wedding design together, and so we've we've always had projects from from the get go. We just work really well together. Yeah, and so when we moved from Austin to Los Angeles. I, I took a job and ended up not being totally happy there. And then the writing was on the wall of like, okay, we're going to move a bunch. And I missed the agency kind of environment, working on a lot of different things. In that role, I really had a lot of ability to kind of be a self-starter. So I started doing independent marketing consulting. And so I was like, then when 
we move for Tim's career, I'll have the flexibility that I'll keep my clients and I won't have to just start my career over every time we moved. And so that laid a really great foundation for me just understanding what it's like to run your own business and doing my own accounting and writing proposals and things like that. And of course, I was lucky doing marketing consulting that Tim could moonlight on my clients and provide graphic design mm-hmm. or creative direction when I needed it. And so I've, you know, our LLC is is under like Nicole Delger Communications. That's where I originally started. Gotcha. And so that's been 10, 10 years of over 10 years of that. Um, and then that opened up our relationship with Musgrave, um, which is a pencil factory that we do a lot of work for. And we've been with them for about five years. And, you know, we always knew like when the right client came along, that could be the foundation for Tim to be able to leave his full-time job. And so once we really created a relationship with them, um, and of course we never, take a client for granted or assume that they're always going to be with us, but it's such a cherished relationship. And I think we all see value on both sides and we're so close to that client. We know that that will be an important foundation for us. And so then it was like, okay, well, we know we have this level of income coming in because this is a retainer agreement over time. And so then we were able to kind of start to pull in the other clients where Tim could make that jump. And so we used to joke about it being um, like a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie where like, you know, you have two cars and they're speeding full speed and you're like, you have to jump from one car to another. And so especially before Tim quit at his other agency, it felt like there were two cars moving at top speed and, and that felt good to finally make that jump. That's it. Mm-hmm. Or, or John Claude, what did you do? The splits in between? That was actually yeah. Tim. Just imagine what I picture <laughs> between yes. two cinder blocks. <laughs> did it slow down once you partnered together? Or did it feel like more relaxed, or was it just a different level of stress? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It was it was less stressed for sure, just because of different stuff at at kind of just the dynamic of working in an agency versus like literally in your house. It's a different deal. And I mean, you know, since we, uh, actually like each other, it's yeah. gone really well. Yeah. There's no like weird politics to deal with bureaucracy. You know, we can like, I mean, we can really get some shit done. Um, and so it felt a lot like we had, um, taken the governor off, you know, mm-hmm. and just were jamming right along. And, um, and so, yeah, it, it, my stomach was in knots for months before I really officially left that job because, you know, there's just, you're kind of leaving this security and, and yeah. uh, familiarity. And then we just like hit the ground running and it's been better than I really anticipated, you know, since wow. then for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what are your specific roles? Did you kind of keep the communication side of things and you do the graphic side or how do you? I, I, mean, I try to make things pretty and Nicole does everything else. <laughs> um, I do a lot of strategy uh, and writing for our clients. So we do, we are offer able to offer those elements. Um, the busier that we get doing bigger visual and branding projects and the more that takes from me from an operations standpoint. So project management or writing contracts or managing our clients, it has been a little struggle for me to then turn around and be like, now I'm going to write a beautiful mission statement for this client. Like it's a little, it's a little hard for me to turn off on, on and off the creativity. So we do do better. I think right. Me moving more into operations is 
is better, but I know that Tim, Tim misses me when I'm not creatively contributing. Um, so yeah, so, you know, or, or you kind of have to say like, I'm going to be creative today and I'm going to put the operation stuff aside, but Tim is able to really focus on full-time being creative. And I can just quickly be like, look at this contract, look at this timeline. And he's not having to do that stuff, which I know is probably always a challenge for designers that are running a business. Cause it's hard to go from being creative to doing operations. It is very tricky. Yes. I like that idea of kind of time blocking. Like, okay, Tuesday is my creative day and Wednesday is my billing day or whatever. Cause yeah. I feel that struggle too. We're constantly switching back and forth and like, it's tough. yeah, that's yeah. smart. So you, Tim, you said that running a business together is better than you expected. And I'm, <laughs> I'm curious if you could expand on that a little more. Well, I mean, I don't know what I expected, but I, I think I, th- I think I had all these fears of like, um, you know, being poor. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> I really didn't. I really um, just didn't anticipate, you know, I mean, we had like a really awesome year last year, you know, and I didn't really anticipate like, oh, wow, like, even though I don't know where it's coming from, work just, just keeps coming around. And I mean, it's because like we're both and she, you know, Nicole, especially is doing a lot of work to get new business in here. But I think that was my biggest worry was around like, well, I guess we're going to have to like stop spending money on the groceries and like, we won't, you know, maybe we can sell more. I mean, it was really, you know, kind of yeah. like not, uh, not the abundance mindset, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and so that, well, that would just be kind of like the biggest thing that I wouldn't have, uh, I would have anticipated. I knew everything else, like, cause we had been doing it for a while. So I knew like, man, we really work well together. Like creatively, we make stuff, you know, strategically, we, we think well together and make good stuff. So it wasn't like a, like a relationship surprise at all. It was more just like, oh, I can, we can actually do this. And like, you just have to pay for your own health insurance. And, you know, <laughs> you always are like, as a couple, you know, there's a gas and a break and a gas and a break. Mm-hmm. And I definitely have, I'm very futuristic. It used to be a strain on our relationship because we were like dating. And I, I was like, well, when are we going to get married? And it made him crazy until we finally took a personality test. And it was like, oh, that's a personality characteristic of Nicole. Like, I'm very, very futuristic. And I tend to see like an endless upside. So it was like, let's start our business. Like, we're going to do great. It's going to be awesome. Like, I could I could only ever see the upside. And, and of course, it's good that Tim is like, maybe yeah. it's not. What if we did? What if I did have to sell my car? I mean, right? Like, we're always right. kind of going back and forth. So it would be, I can't say like, I told you it was going to be great. It was just, I really was hoping and I'm glad that I was correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Versus like an I was right kind of thing. But I think it's good to always have that balance. I agree. I think, yeah, there's been times in our working together where I'm like, I need you to be the guest where usually maybe that's where I live. Usually I'm like, everything's going to be great. It's going to work out. And then, you know, you have those days where you're like, shit, we're never going to, we're not going to pay the bills. We're never going to clients, new clients. And that's when like, it's so helpful if you have that dynamic of, Oh, that's my, my sign to like, I'm going to be the guest today. Cause yeah, she's the breaks. <laughs> yeah. Those roles are interchangeable for right. us. <laughs> some yeah. days I need the pep talk. Some days she does. Yeah. 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 So what, what would you say, it can't all be roses working together. So what would be, is there a common struggle that you run into? I mean, I think one thing that is particularly challenging is the life stage that we're in. So we have 
you know, a, a six and a half year old and almost eight year olds. We have two young kids. And, you know, for us, it was always like, we're going to be, we're going to be married. We're going to have our own business and we're going to raise kids. And the business stuff is rosy. It like, I would, you would never guess how hard the kid part would be, you know? So it's really like our business time is a time where we're able to connect and see each other at our best and have fun together and play together. And then for us, it's like slowing down, plugging into our kids, balancing what that looks like is of course it's fun and rewarding because no, and nobody wants to be like, kids are so hard, you know, but so that's definitely, I think more of where we find our moments of like tension and frustration and working it out is like when you have to work together all day and then turn around and parent together and you're, and you're tired and things like that. So if anything, I think we're so thankful that we have a business together because we get to have this outside of our children. That's so special and connecting. I, I mean, it's kind of the, the work we do is like pretty fun. Yeah. And yeah. so we, we kind of talked about it. Like we're, we're each other was like playing our video game. Like, yes. I mean, she, she's looking at a spreadsheet like, Oh, you're playing your video game. Cause it's really like, <laughs> yes. it's kind of addicting and hard to like let go, especially when you're like in the flow with something. So yeah. I think that, you know, it's, we don't have any, I really don't think we have anything where we're like fighting or upset with each other. <laughs> it's more just like, we have to really be intentional of like, take, take a break. Like this is the weekend. Like yeah. it's nighttime. Like let's, let's just like not be on the computer. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's definitely sure. a common theme that's mm-hmm. bubbled up in other interviews too. Couples have very like different rules about boundaries because it seems to be such a, a struggle to turn it off. Yes. So. Yeah. We, we don't, you know, I think we have to have boundaries in the moment rather than trying to come up with like arbitrary rules. Like we don't talk about business after 8 PM. Yeah. We definitely talk about business <laughs> after 8 PM. But I think that's a strength, you know, cause yeah. someone can yeah. hit you at any time. It's yeah. more just like, you really don't want to be like looking at your screen. at like nine 30. Yeah. That's not going to be very good. And I, I don't know why this has happened at our past two long vacation car trips. We got a naming brief right before we left. Mm-hmm. And so we would be on the car trip and then Tim would be like, what about, you know, tin can. And I, I, I remember, I cannot brainstorm names in the car. I don't know what it is. Like write it down. I can't do this. It's just so funny. So in the moment you can have a boundary with each other where you're just like, I can't do this right now, but you know, short of that, you, you do have to be open when the idea hits you and you yeah. let the other one go through it. I like your impression of Tim. Oh, yeah. I know. I was like, here comes the dude voice. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sure your girl voice is much more flattering, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So have you guys uh, changed anything about your business or how you function since you started? We've definitely, well, we've grown and we've added new people. So we're kind of managing, we have a, an intern that's currently with us that'll move into full-time this summer. And, and then we have, freelancer that we're working with more and more. So that part of the business has changed. So now we're managing each other and managing people. I think we got our stuff in gear pretty early of like, you know, project management and sort of different like roles. And I mean, it's, it's really clear cut who's doing what. And I think that's only um, kind of cemented itself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You know, I think that, I think now that we're like more into the day-to-day grind you know, one thing that I think has stuck with me, which is really good for me personally is, you know, Tim and I, are, we're, 
generally we're, we're not, we're not fighters. I mean, I kind of joked about arguing before, but we really, we don't, we don't argue that much. And, you know, when we have had to like, kind of hash something out, maybe it's like creatively hash, hash something out for a client and kind of get into it with each other. It's a confrontational space where in the context of our relationship, it's, it's like, I would feel so unsafe in my relationship if, if we were arguing all the time, but I can practice having a really hard conversation with someone where it's such a good thing for me to cultivate because normally I maybe would shut down or maybe I wouldn't kind of go after or stand my ground to a coworker in the same way. And it almost allows me to develop that part of myself because I know we're safe as a couple. And so I love kind of the, the safeness of being a married business partner that it makes me better to have really hard work conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that that in the past year or so, as we've had b- bigger and bigger projects where we've had to really work something out or figure something out, mm-hmm. you can do it in this really safe and direct way. And then mm-hmm. it allows you to turn around and have other conversations in a safe and direct way because you almost got to practice with your partner a little bit. That's such a good perspective. It is. Wisdom right there. Business Partners Podcast is proudly brought to you by Apple and Anchor. Apple and Anchor creates strategy-first brands and websites for startups. As a busy business owner, you may have a great idea for your branding or website, but feel overwhelmed about what's required to bring it to life. We provide a clear step-by-step plan for your brand strategy, visual identity, and web design. Check out our work and book a clarity call at appleandanchor.com. And now, back to the show. Where do you see the studio in five years? She's a futuristic one. Yeah. I'm not. (laughs) I I saw your eyes light up when I was (laughs) like. Can I talk about the future? Yeah. Um, No, you know, I mean, we look at, you you said it best about, you know, can we be creative and have that pay our mortgage? Oh my gosh, how amazing. We get to be creative, creative for our clients. And so as long as we're doing that, that's kind of the foundation. And if we can slowly bring other people on board so that they can use their creativity to pay their mortgage, oh my gosh, that's like a bonus. Mm-hmm. And we can work with great people and do really great things. So I think thoughtful growth um, is definitely on our mind. I don't, you know, we're, we're Studio Delger. We have the worst business model ever. We cannot, <laughs> we cannot clone ourselves. We can't scale ourselves. We can't sell this. We can't sell what we're making here. Um, and that's okay because the the upside of that is your marketing to someone is like, you get access to us. Our name is on this business. You know exactly who you're getting. You're going to get to talk to the executive creative director, right? Like that there's also benefits in kind of really being a family owned business. So yeah. as, as we're looking ahead, we're not, you know, we can't crazy quickly scale. This is not a scalable business model, but I do think we can create a team that has the same ethos as us and what we stand for and thoughtfully build that team and hopefully continue to bring in clients who have an appetite for creativity and have, you know, want to make something really cool. As you're thinking about the, um, those like opportunities to flex your creativity, what type of projects would be like in your dreams? Ooh. Uh, I mean, I, I really gravitate towards anything that I can like, that's tangible, like in touch, like, you know, every, I mean, like packaging is great and like public art and wayfinding stuff is, is awesome stuff. And, you know, I have no fear of 
of large scale work. So like, I want my shit to be seen from space. <laughs> I go big. I'm, I'm happy to go big. Um, but, but also like, you know, this is a question I asked, like when I was very early intern in, in like, just still in school, I asked a copywriter this idea of like, what's your dream client? And I was expecting like Nike. Right. And it was like, the truth is it's more fun to do. You can do really great work for anyone if they're nice and like good people, so, you know, even like a boring, boring business, if it's like a really nice person you're working for and it's like a good uh, relationship, like you really can't beat that. So, That's so true. Big, yeah. big giant stuff for really nice people. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it's like we, we have, we have a dream client. We have a dream client with Musgrave. I've yeah. t- talked about them a lot. And um, you know, so it's like, we say all the time, we're like, we just need one more Musgrave. I don't know if we could even make that, you know, but like mm. just a, a, a cool product um, would be amazing. So I feel like we have to be so grateful for what we have. And we've done a bunch of work with um, a developer here in Nashville, um, AJ Capital. And, and that's been, that was really a really fun run and the big tickets mural. You can't see it from space, but you can definitely see it pretty <laughs> Google Street View, man. Yeah, Google Street View. Um, so we, we feel like we want to, you know, be grateful for the the things that we have gotten in touch, which have been so exciting. And you know, of course, yeah, I think anybody that's like nice with an appetite for creativity and tr- and that trusts you, um, mm. because it's so demotivating if you present work and then they're like, oh, can I see it? seven different ways. Not that that's not the right, but it's kind of better when you're working in creative partnership and you can say, well, this is, you know, when we present work to Musgrave, this is a great example where like, we'll show them four things, but we'll show them, well, this is what we started with and this is how we changed it. And this is where we went next, but this is where we landed. And so it's like, we're showing them four options, but we're really just showing them where we yeah. got to. And they're like, sounds great. Like, oh my gosh, if every client could, <laughs> could, see that trusting and and could see your creativity evolve and things like that. So I think, yeah, anybody that was looking for a great trusted creative partner. I think that's a really unique approach to like bring your client kind of behind the curtain and show them like your iterations along the way. I haven't heard of that, but I I bet it really creates a lot of trust. Mm -hmm. And so that's why they don't need to second guess your first choice. (laughs) If you can get yourself into that situation, it's, it, it's like, it makes the whole process so much more smooth, but you have to, I mean, you know, we've taken a lot, a long time with them to build trust and they, they have put a inordinate amount of trust in us too. So mm-hmm. it's kind of naturally there, but another example is sometimes we'll do work for everybody. We'll do work for like a family member who owns a business somewhere. Right. And like in that scenario where trust is high and the stakes are like relatively low, you can do the same thing where like, like I've sent like, a finger sketch on my iPhone of like what I think this t-shirt should look like and just like texted it and, you know, gotten the thumbs up that way. So if you, it's a good thing if you have a client relationship that's kind of close to just test and see, like, see how gnarly a sketch you can send somebody, you know, know? and, but like with like open, open, like, like just here's what I'm thinking. I think people really like that yeah. too. They like to get involved in that yes. piece of the process. We, we have a client where the the, bo- the the two founders is an an old friend from college, and I was talking to their, you know, kind of chief of staff about the naming project, and I'm just because 
we have the relationship and the trust is there. I was just like, this is so hard. You know, it's like, <laughs> when you say that to a client, when can right. you say, oh, this is killing me, uh-huh. you know, because I feel like sometimes it's creativity can be really hard work. It's problem solving a lot of the times. And so if you try to go to your client with, I've got a corner on the smarts and like, trust us, this mm-hmm. is it. This is how I solved this puzzle for you. Mm-hmm. Um, get a lot more trust when they feel like they're seeing and understanding how you did the work and how you got to where you got. Totally agree. All right. I have a juicy question and then he'll bring it back to vanilla. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just one of those two. (laughs) Um, If you could change one thing about how you work with your partner, I don't want to say about what your partner, but like how you, your dynamic of working together, what would you change? Oh, well, I was, I know, I feel like I know what Tim would say about me because he, he teaches me about this, which I'm a terrible note taker and like oh. service arm. And so we'll get done with the meeting. I'm like, okay, so what did they say? He's like, you are account service. Like, <laughs> Luckily, I'm a really good rememberer. So <laughs> it balances it out. Um, yeah, I, you know, that's a hard, that's a hard one to... I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I really enjoy when we're like really collect creatively collaborating. It's not always the case because, you know, billing and spreadsheets doesn't like necessarily allow for that. So mm-hmm. just whenever we do have the chance to like actually hash out something strategically or tactically or whatever, I really enjoy that. So, you know, if, if I could uh, have like another Nicole to do that, <laughs> then that'd be good. That was a really good safe answer, Tim. Five, five year plan. <laughs> Oh, you change about working with Nicole is adding another Nicole. That is really (laughs) (laughs) What about wanting to talk to you about this thing I want you to change? Let's do it. Let's do it live. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Can you each share one tip uh, for other couples that work together? Yeah, I I think we have a couple. one thing that we, a book we read when we first, you know, officially started as a, as a business unit. So of course we like to say we've been doing this for 10 years together, but, you know, paying our own health insurance for five years and really being for self two years. for two years, being self-employed um, is we read Cal Newport's book. It's called Deep Work. And it's about kind of cr- making space for long periods of creativity, mm-hmm. um, uninterrupted time. Mm-hmm creativity. Uh, and so that's one thing that we try to really be sensitive to the other one. And we're probably, we haven't been as good lately, but not interrupting the other one who's in flow. Well, we do a good, I mean, we read it at the same time. So it was like, we're super on the same page about this philosophy and it's really good. And so now like, you know, we're in the middle of our day and like, we're both in flow but I'll need it. I'll need something or she'll need something. We'll just, we'll just like almost under our breath, like, okay, I need to talk to you. And that person will just know that like, whenever they get to a stopping point, yeah. you know, there's something, but we won't like just cut each, cut gotcha. each other's flow off. So yeah. I, that's like a huge deal to be aligned on for yeah. sure. That's a really and then the other thing. And, and this is part of this deep work kind of philosophy. And this is what he recommends, although at any project management software, but we use Trello to manage all of our clients and that acts as kind of a shared brain for us. And we, I mean, we will still tag each other and write each other notes rather than tell each other, even though we're married and we're sitting right beside each other, mm-hmm. kind of having this shared brain that's 
literally a piece of software. So you know, deep work and a shared project management software have been really key to keeping us on track. I think too, I mean, we kind of, we kind of hit on this, but like, I really would uh, advise somebody to embrace the fact that you can, you can always be working if you want, yeah. not that you should, but like, don't just try to cut it off at a certain time because it's kind of fun to just be on a walk and like, be able to talk about some work stuff and, you know, just random time. So yeah. I, th- I think I've heard other couples talk about trying to put like, I don't know, limits or schedules. And I just say, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know it. what we would talk about. Yeah. We're Literally like, oh. just, yeah. <laughs> okay, you to talk about your children. <laughs> yeah. You cannot talk about work. We'd be like, what else is there? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not a huge TV watcher. I think I'm just on a screen all day at work. So I, 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 I can't, I'm not great about watching too much television just because like, I'm like, oh, I'm overstimulated. Yeah. So I read a lot, but I, you know, I know he didn't want to talk about my weird metaphysical books, you know? <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, I love that. We heard another couple say, um, that they don't, they don't apply these arbitrary rules too, because it's a perk. Like working together can be challenging. I mean, it is challenging to have that pressure of being the sole providers for the household. Mm-hmm. So one advantage is you get to talk about work in a deep way that you wouldn't get to otherwise, if you're just coming home from your eight to fives, you're like in it together and have a deep knowledge of all of the kind of problem spots and things to be excited about. So to not talk about it outside of work, you know, when you're on walks and whatnot, I feel like you're missing out on one of the perks, you know? So mm-hmm. I liked that. I like that way of looking at it, just like yeah. you said. Tim. Yeah. Last question. And that's, do you, ha- have we asked anything or not asked anything that we should have asked? You know, what I was thinking is, you, you know, we're just experiencing this a little bit because we have um, a student who's working with us as a designer and we have, we've you know, met, by the way. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. And so it's funny because we've noticed that, we will both give direction to, to them at the same time. And often we're, we're hashing out what needs to be done with each other at, at her. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so uh, it's just, I don't know. It's something that we, uh, I've become like aware of, of like, oh, it feels like, you know, mom and dad are fighting, but it's <laughs> working, working this out. And I bet it's hard to take direction <laughs> from two people. Yeah. Uh, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, when like conflicting. And so yeah. I don't know. I just think I would I would be really interested interested to hear other couples talk about like jointly managing, you know, the creative process. Um yeah. because yeah. that's one for us that's like I don't think we do a bad job, but it's definitely it's definitely messier than like a bureaucratic layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we have to like diffuse and joke. Like we will be like, Oh, mom and dad are fighting. (laughs) Like literally just like stop and and give everybody (laughs) group and then kind of decide who gets the the final call. Sometimes my role will be, I kind of put my client hat on. So I'm trying to kind of predict, okay, this is, this is how the client's going to react to it so that we can get the creative in a place. So when we present it, that we, we can get it. Yeah. Move the ball on the line. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, well, you know, I kind of have to be like, this is this is what I think the client's going to say. This is what, and this is how it needs to. And so that's they're kind of seeing us work that tension out. Yeah, 
Hash it out real time. That's a really good question. I want to add that, that to your list true. about like management styles, how other couples kind of yeah. define how that looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys have been awesome. Oh, thanks. Hey, thanks. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm very sorry to, to have oh, like one way, like you're, it feels like I need, like I want to now interview. You want to reciprocate? It's very strange. <laughs> we'll just have to hang out. Yeah. Yes. 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 Absolutely. How can people find you? Where Mm -hmm. can they go see your work? Follow you and all of that. Follow us on Instagram. It'll make me feel really good. (laughs) (laughs) Studio Delger on Instagram. Um, That leads everywhere, but our website's studiodelger.com. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. And then Tim's personal is at T Delger and it's cool. And it's all behind the scenes stuff. And then mine's Ooh. like, so you can avoid mine and follow <laughs> Tim for behind the scenes. Yeah. Whenever I get around posting on it. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we know that struggle. Thanks for tuning in to Business Partners. Find out more about our guests and follow their businesses through the links in our show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and share the show with your favorite business partners. Special thanks to our sponsor, Apple and Anchor. Now let's get back to business.